Welcome to More, the podcast where Debbie will explore real-life applicable ways to get more out of your life. And here's Debbie. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to More. How is my More Core doing today? Um, I just want to thank everybody for all their listens. Um, It really makes me feel so good, and I appreciate you so much. Um, I was just looking at my stats, and there have been 160 downloads in Asia alone. That's crazy, and 90 in Europe. Um, Big shout out. I mean, those people that are listening, like in Asia, like they, you know, their first language is something else, and 160 people have listened from Asia. That's incredible. Um, That's amazing. And we're over 4,000 downloads, and I just can't thank you enough. I appreciate all of the people that are listening, and I hope it's helping you, and I hope it's giving you something to think about, if nothing else. Um, it's good for me. So it's, I really want you all to know how much I appreciate you. I hope you had fun getting to know my daughter a little bit, and um, hopefully it helps you see that I'm real, a real person. I think you can see that when you realize that I am not, haven't been consistent with doing the podcast like I was at first. I was so diligent in doing it on a weekly basis every week at a certain time. But since the COVID happened, I've just like kind of gone out of control. Um, it's a little harder to do the podcast because I always have family around. And so I hate to break myself away from, from the family, even though... I, I love doing the podcast, so don't, you know, and this next one's going to be so power-packed. I'm going to do two chapters from the book because the one chapter is a little shorter, but um, there's so much in this next, in this podcast coming today. I hope that you enjoy it. Um, a little miracle that I just found out about within the hour that I thought was so neat, and I thought I'd share it. Um, here that I live in Utah, and we have had, not only have we had everything going on with the COVID, our state's one of, you know, the states that are really spiking right now, but we also have had these fires about two hours away from where I live. And um, I just saw somebody put on Worldwide United, it's something on Facebook, I think it's called Worldwide United, yeah, Worldwide Unified, about people praying for other people who need help. And this girl posted pictures of how this fire in this city by where I live had, um, it it just almost goes all the way around all the houses. And you can see black all the way around. It's like an aerial shot. And black goes all the way on all the edges of the houses, but it stops at the houses. And she talks about how... um, how she thinks that it's our prayers, our God, and in the incredible firefighters that worked a miracle like that. There are miracles happening among everything else that's happening. Look for them and you can find them. They're out there. So um, it's all about mindset. It's all about what you think. And with everything that goes is going on with Black Lives Matter and the terrorism and everything that's going on, look for the good and you will find it. So that's just a good reminder for all of us. I hope you've had a great, um, a great, if you're having, I hope you're having a great day and that things are going well for you. 
amid everything. Um, I'm hoping to go back to school and we have been planning on going on a trip to Maine where my husband's from and we just found out today that Maine is restricting travelers so unless we did find out that if you're not COVID if you're not positive we can still go so we're lucky that way because our whole family is going to go and my to see their grandparents and things so it should be a great trip and it'll be the only thing that I we do all summer really but Anyway, it's good to get back to the basics, and I hope that you're all doing well. Okay, we're going to dive into this next chapter in the book. So this first chapter is called The Law of Compensation, and compensation is, if you look it up in the dictionary, it's like something given, typically money, or something given, awarded to someone as a as a, a, a a gift or given to help because you had a loss, injury, or suffering. So, um, you know, you get something for because something happened to you. And that's the law of compensation. And that's what this chapter is about. And he starts out talking about Ben-Hur. And there's a movie by ben, about Ben-Hur. I actually want to watch uh, the movie. I haven't seen it. And I know my husband has, but um, it's based on a book called Ben-Hur, The Tale of the Christ, and it's about a man who over 2,000 years ago, so this was like, you know, it's 2020, so at, at around during the, the time of Christ's life, um, in the ancient city of Antioch, there was a young Jew by the name of Ben-Hur who had been falsely accused of crime and was sentenced to hard labor at the oars of a Roman galley. So he was Jewish, and I swear, through all of history, the, the Jews have been, have had it rough. They really have, and it's just sad. And here he was a Jew, and he was sentenced to, you know, a ship. And all day long, he was chained to a bench. And the oars to, to row the boat were placed in his hands, and a whip was put over his head. So if he didn't roar, or row, row hard, he would be whipped. And when the people were rebellious around him um, and like tried to like not row, 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 man, I'm having a problem with that today. If they weren't willing to row, they'd be ripped, whipped hard. And, um, but Ben, Ben-Hur was not a rebellious person. He only said, if you will please let me alternate from one side of the ship to the other so that my muscles can develop on both sides. And so I'm not just working only one side. So if he was on one side of the ship, he probably used his left hand. And then on the other side, he would use his right hand more. And Ben-Hur did far more than, than, he did far more work than even the people that his masters, the slave people that were over him, expected him or asked him. Every stroke helped to build a more perfect and a more beautiful and a more powerful body of his. So not only did he grow really strong, but his spirit and his attitude built up a winning personality. And he won the admiration and friendship of his masters and his own, he got his own self-respect. So he was in, in a enslaved situation and he tried to make the best of it and had a great attitude and rode hard and strong and he got strong and it said he talks about one day there was a devastating shipwreck 
and Ben-Hur was able to save the life of one of the Roman soldiers that was over him. And his heroism and excellence won his freedom. So because he saved the person that, you know, one of the Roman soldiers that had been whipping him, he saved his life, he got freedom. And then there was, the day was to come that there was going to be a big chariot race. And when the race was about to begin, um, one of the set of horses they found didn't have a driver. And so in desperation, at the last minute, they asked Ben-Hur to, you know, he was an ex-slave, but they begged him to pl- take the place of the missing driver. And so he picked up the reins and uh, some of the onlookers just shouted in, oh my gosh, we've never seen such a strong person with such a strong, powerful body and such mighty arms. And with great courage and confidence, Ben-Hur drove the charging horses to a notable victory and he won great fame for himself. And so in this chapter, he goes on to say that There's an old saying that points out that the Lord always fits the back to the burden. So whatever challenge that you have in life, if you stand up strong to it and give your best to whatever it is, you will grow stronger. And it's so true in the story of Ben-Hur. And I'm sure that, I mean, it makes me want to go and watch the movie. But And he says, there seems to be a psychological mechanism in each of us that makes sure that every effort we make is compensated for. So we have this thing in our mind, he's saying that um, if we're going to make effort, we're going to get something for it, right? And so we should be, we should, whatever we give, we should get for, and so we have that in our mind. And he says, frequently, when nature wants to make us great, she gives us some difficulty to strengthen our muscles or some deficiency to promote our resourcefulness. And it's just so true. I mean, you see how, just like with these fires that I was talking about, it doesn't matter what it is. When we have a challenge or some kind of difficulty that we have to face, when we have some challenge, we if we rise up, we we our muscles strengthen, we get stronger, and we are able to get through it when we didn't think that we could beforehand. Sterling Seal also says that this works kind of in the reverse also. So like if you have a arm that is in a sling and you can't use it because you've hurt it or you have a cast, what happens to your arm? Your muscles like atrophy, they go down and you you lose those muscles. So you have to work to get them back. And so it works in in the positive and the negative. So if you're, whatever situation you're in, if you're working that and working to develop yourself, then you can grow stronger. And so you have to, you have to look at it and go, okay, whatever negative situation I'm in, and you know, everybody has different ones. Some have much harder than others. Um, but if you rise to whatever challenge you have, you will grow. Ralph Waldo Emerson said that just as no, just as no one can do any good thing without at some time getting a reward, no one can do any evil thing without suffering a penalty. And so karma, it's like karma, you get what you put in, you know, so 
I, I truly believe that this is true. Whatever you want, if you work for it and you want something, you'll get it. And you have to believe that this is so true. Ralph Waldo Emerson also said that if we serve an ungrateful master, we must serve him more. So if we're in a situation where we're not being appreciated or not being loved or accepted or whatever, however we feel that we're not being treated the best that we should, we need to serve more. And he says, build up our balances and put God in our debt. Um, and so if we just keep serving and giving and giving, he says the law has to be repaid. And he said, the longer the payment is withheld, the longer you go without having the rich reward come, the better for you because you will it will come back compounded. Like you'll get more than what you would have. Um, compound interest means if you it's it works in your favor if you missed out on one then you'll get two the next time and then four the next time and then eight or whatever and so he says that the law works that way we get paid back what we put in so you cannot focus on what you're not getting you have to focus on what what is good out there and do the best in whatever situation you're in and this goes to being comparisons. You know, it's so easy to compare with other people. Well, I don't have this and so-and-so got this and, oh, I do it so much. I mean, I totally can relate to everybody because I do it so much. And so it's so good to hear this, that that if we just, I love the story of this Ben-Hur. I want to go watch this movie because he gave when, you know, he could have been grumpy about it. And so if we're in a situation where we feel like we're not being mistreated, or unfairly um, judged or whatever, give all that you can and it's going to come back tenfold upon you. Um, and so the law says that and all of these authors say it and Sterling Seal says it and Ralph Wal Waldo Emerson. We get paid back in kind multiplied. And so I think that's something to think about. And look at your situation and give the best that you have in no matter what. And then you're going to learn to change your mindset too. And that's so much of it. Change your mindset. If you listen to this and believe that this is going to happen for you, it will. Sterling Sill says, every time we try to hoard an ability or withhold a service, something is taken from us. So hoard an ability is like hold back and don't give where we know that we could. Or withhold, it basically is withholding a service. So, you know, I see this so much in my life. Like, I've tried to give to my family more than I was before, especially financially. You know, like, I was always like, oh, we can't afford to go to the movie because I don't have the money to go. And the more that I, I swear, the more that I give and the more that I do and give to other people, I feel like I'm getting more. And so we have to, we have to, lose that mindset of holding back and not giving to others because maybe you think, oh, you don't have the time. You don't have the time to do it. But if you find the time, you make the time, then somehow the time will be multiplied back to you in, in other ways. And so whatever you can do for someone else is going to come back to you tenfold. And I truly believe this is true. Sterling Sale says that some men suffer all their lives from the foolish superstition that life is cheating them. However, it's impossible 
for a man to be cheated by anyone except himself. Some people try to do just as little work as possible and still get by, and that is about all they ever do get. Many people want to be paid before they give the service. They want to receive favors and render none. They want to get out of life all the traffic, get out of life all that the traffic will bear. These people are only cheating themselves. So if you give little, you get little back. So if you give a lot in your relationships and you're finding, you're calling your friends, you're making efforts, you're, you're building up your spouse, you're trying to give to the family, you're giving what in whatever way that you can, then you're going to get back. If you don't give, you're going to get nothing. And so, you know, get out there and don't be afraid of doing whatever it takes to make things happen. And sometimes you don't feel like you know what to do. And that's where prayer comes in for me. Like sometimes I just feel like I don't know. So then at least I can feel like I can pray for help and guidance. And I truly believe that if I put the effort into my relationship with God, God will help me to develop myself in the kind of person that I know that I want to be, even though I don't know always how to do it. And I want to read a scripture that I just recently read and share it with you. And it's these men had been united back together. They'd been separated for 14 years and they found that they had been searching the scriptures diligently that they might know the word of God. And it says, this is not all they had given themselves to much prayer and fasting. Therefore, they had the spirit of prophecy and the spirit of revelation. And so the spirit of revelation, they knew what to do at the time when they needed it for their own life. And they searched the scriptures diligently to get that. So I truly believe with prayer and fasting and scripture study and turning to God and really making your life like one of service to others and service to God, and you pay, you really truly pay the price, then you don't necessarily know that you're being guided, but you are being guided and you're being helped and you're seeing your weaknesses and you're seeing where you can improve and you can see where you you can make more out of your life and that God will help you make more out of your life. And the laws, and that's why I like the laws so much because that they work exactly that in that way is that the laws will, the laws are basically, like I've said before, the laws are there, they come from God and God built the laws. And so it happens automatic and he set it up to happen automatically. And so back to the chapter, um, Sterling Seal says, then there are the Ben-Hur kinds of people, those who always try to do more than they get paid for. And then they get paid for more than they do. And I think that's true. You do more than you get paid for, then you get back more than you gave. They try to put more back into life than they take out. These people always go the second mile. They never worry about the pay or who gets the credit. That's such a hard thing to do. You know, if you're on an athletic team and you're not the, you know, you're not the one that is getting the home run, but you're in the, you're like, you're on the football team and you're on the line and you're protecting the quarterback and the quarterback's throwing the 
passes, but you never get the credit, but you, you, they couldn't do it without you, right? Man, if you can just get over the fact that you never have to worry about who gets the credit, he says to them, it's far more important to think of the good they may do and the service that they perform without seeing what's going to, what they're going to get. And this chapter is the law of compensation. You get what you put in. It comes back tenfold, right? And he says that Mr. Ralph Waldo Emerson says we should work every hour, paid or unpaid, and see only that you work and you cannot escape the reward. No matter how often we are defeated, we will succeed if we keep vigorously and enthusiastically trying. Wow, those are so, that's so powerful. Don't focus on what you're going to get. Just focus on what you're going to give. Think about what can you do to make something else better. And it will come back tenfold. And I know it will. It's like, I believe it so strongly. And then Sterling Sill says, God himself is the author of this exciting law of compensation. And here's another scripture. I, the Lord, am bound when ye do what I say. But when ye do not what I say, you have no promise. So God is saying right there, I'm bound. I'm bound by law to follow through with the things that I've said that I would do. And he does. And it happens. And you just have to believe. And then Sterling Seal goes on to say that God is a very wealthy person. And who doesn't want to inherit from a wealthy parent, right? God is extremely wealthy. So just try to imagine um, anything more exciting than to inherit from God, to receive everything that he has. Um, whenever we do well in the business in which God is engaged, we are in big business. And we are going to get tenfold. And there is, he says there's an unerring law of attraction to the effect that, like Ben-Hur, each of us will automatically draw to yourself the exact reward that you have earned. And it's a law. And it's the law of compensation. And I believe in it. And I thought that I was going to whip through this chapter and go right on to the next one. But there was more to say about this chapter, and I'm glad that I did. So I'm going to end this podcast, and then I'm going to um, do the next chapter, its own podcast. Um, this next one, chapter 10, the law of consecration is so, the law of concentration is so powerful. So I hope you all are doing okay. I hope you're managing everything. I want you to know that I love all people and that every single person matters. Every single one of you matter. It doesn't matter where you live, what you come from, or what your age is. All people are so important. And charity, the love of others and giving to others is by far the greatest thing that we can do in this life. And I value and appreciate each of you as listeners. I hope you'll share the podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you all for making a difference of good in this world. And if you're listening to this podcast, you're out there making a difference because you just want to be more. If you ever want to get a hold of me, how to be more 333 at gmail.com. And I'd love to get a, I'd love to
thoughts that I could help any of you. Thanks for listening. Have a great week, everybody.